Welcome to the Career Happiness Podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I'm a careers advisor and business owner. In this podcast, we're going to talk about what your career means to you and what uniquely defines your career and your version of success and what it means for you to be career happy at work and in your business. This podcast is for professional women who are looking to gain more within their career, to find a new job, find a new career, or potentially start a portfolio career or business. It's also for parents of teenagers who want to find out more about careers advice and information and feel like they want to help their teenagers to go off and pursue careers that they actually really, really want. And lastly, it's for business owners and people who want to start a business and feel inspired by their career and business collectively. So I hope that you enjoy this new season of the podcast and thanks for listening. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about why career happiness is a journey. This was something that occurred to me when I was editing and looking at um, some of my previous posts on Twitter and I was thinking about all the things that I've been learning recently and all the things that I've been thinking about within my business and also whilst talking to clients and other people who have been coming to me and asking me questions. One of the reasons I wanted to do this episode is I feel like everybody is in a rush to get to a certain place. They are in a rush to get a promotion. They are in a rush to buy that house. They're in a rush to buy a brand new car. I'm laughing as I'm saying this. They're in a rush to tick off all their career goals. It's just rush, 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 right? And I'm emphasizing on that point in a very animated way because life is precious And I feel I've been thinking more about my life and more about my morality day by day because of everything that's happened in the last year. And I've always been thinking about my morality anyway because when you lose um, a parent at a young age, it's constantly on your mind. I'm not going to lie to you. It really, really has been because of that. But why is career happiness a journey, you may ask? What makes it a journey? Firstly, not to sound all philosophical, philosophical and spiritual hair but life is a journey guys and I feel that many of us put too much pressure on ourselves to achieve and to go after things in our career that may not necessarily be coming from deep within they may be coming from other factors they may be coming from other things that have happened in our family that have happened in our society that our parents may be putting onto us and we feel this pressure to please we feel this pressure to conform we feel this pressure to try and do everything all in one go i am talking a little bit from experience here but i'm also talking about the collective consciousness around the anxiety that many of us feel after the pandemic but also the anxiety that we felt even before the pandemic in terms of success and in terms of going after what we want, right? I, I hear it a lot. I hear this need for, Shoma, I want this now. Shoma, I have to do this now. Shoma, can you help me <clears throat> do this? Or can you help me do that? And, you know, that's what a careers advisor does. A careers advisor does help you 
with your career wants and needs. Totally here for that. Totally here to help you. But I think the hysteria and the panic that I hear from people when it comes to their career journeys is the pace that worries me. And this is why I wanted to talk about career happiness is a journey. It's not something that you're going to achieve overnight. It's not something that suddenly you're going to wake up in the morning and you're just going to be like, whoop, I'm career happy now. Whoop, I'm sorted. It's something where you are going to have to take a hard, long look at your life, at the things that you are creating in your life, whether it's a family, whether it's a house, whether it's opportunities, whether it's um, thinking about marriage, being in a relationship or not being in a relationship. You decide, you are the um, anchor in your life You are the person who makes decisions about where you want to go and what you want to do. And I feel that for many people, they overcomplicate the process of career happiness. They overcomplicate what career happiness means to them. And we live for other people. And there's nothing wrong with living for other people. I do my business for you guys. My business is to serve you. My business is to help as many people as possible achieve career happiness. That is my ultimate goal. I love what I do. But the problem is, and I've seen this in my business journey as well, and I'm sharing with you guys, that sometimes rushing the process doesn't benefit anybody. I, when I first started my business, I wanted to do everything. I wanted to write a book. I wanted to start a podcast. I wanted to do videos. I'm laughing as I'm saying this because there's only one trauma. So how could have trauma done that all in her first year of business? I would have, like, been on the floor comatose probably and (laughs) my point being is that depending on what your career dreams and ambitions are you have to slow down at a pace that is going to be in alignment with where you are right now right so for example I was reading this really interesting article about um, maternity and about how women most women Um, start looking at their um, goals in their career after they've given birth not all but many women do Um, after the age of 35 they start to think about where they want to progress they start to think about how they're going to do that and what they're going to do and having children gives them a deeper purpose to go after their dreams what was weird is when I read that I straight away thought of my mum straight away Because she had my sister when she was in her 20s and then she had me in her early 30s and she started to thrive in her career in her late 30s to early 40s, right? So it was after she became a mum, she started to plan and started to think about what she wanted in her career and she did really, really well in her career because she embraced every opportunity she took. She learnt, she developed She just constantly kept on evolving. And this isn't a bad thing. This is a good thing. But she did it at a pace in alignment with family life, guys. And she was also a lone parent because my dad had passed, right? So she had to make sure that she was going to be the best mum as possible, right? And being a parent, I know, is hard. So for those of you who are listening, whether you are a lone parent or not, I really, really commend you for being a mum and being a working mum if you are in that position. But what I want to say is sometimes we try to overload what we have in life. 
I'm giving the example of my business because there have been, t- there've been times in my business where things didn't work out, where opportunities to go on other podcasts or to do other things just didn't happen the way I wanted them to, to, to happen. And I've had to say, okay, right? And it's the same in your career. You're going to have to look at the opportunities that you attract, the job opportunities that you attract, the career opportunities that you attract. But you also have to think about thinking outside of the box. So what do I mean by this? And what has this got to do with anything, right, in terms of career happiness? I only don't just see this rush, this pace of having to try and finish everything and having to try and fit it all in. I see people going after things that they don't actually want. So what do I mean by this? (laughs) Many people who work in certain industries don't want to get promoted and there is nothing wrong with that guys like I I feel like we are always being accounted for by what society or by what our communities are telling us to do what I mean by this is sometimes if you work in a particular position I sometimes when I've had clients from the HR or project management line of work they say to me that if I don't apply for this job so and so is going to say this or so and so is going to do that And my question to them is always, do you want it? And they always say to me, Soma, I'm not sure. I need to think about it more. Or Soma, maybe, but not right now. I've just had a baby or dot, dot, dot. So I say to them, why are you putting this much pressure on yourself if it's not what you want? Because what will this person say? Or how will I be accepted at work? Or how will people see me if I don't? And this is what I mean with an alignment of the career happiness journey. I am not saying that you shouldn't say yes to opportunities, which is why I gave the example of my mum a little while ago. Um, Because you can thrive in your career at the pace you want to. But it's very, very important you're doing it for the right reasons. And I'm, I'm laughing when I'm saying that because I talk to many women who sometimes when I've spoken to them, I get this feeling that they're doing it for um, a want of acceptance, a want of approval by society, their community, um, especially with sometimes um, people who come from certain um, backgrounds, I see this need to not only please but fulfil other people's wants and needs. And sometimes money is at the forefront of this. And if you want more money, I'm not saying that you shouldn't go for a higher achieving job or you shouldn't apply for a promotion this is not what I'm saying guys you should have dreams you should go for your goals within your happiness journey but a career happiness journey is an evolution it is something that gradually you are going to involve so not not involve evolve into and what do I mean by that when I um, look back at some of the podcast episodes I've done I think about my story Um, which was in season one, and my career happiness, um, my parents' career happiness story. And if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen. Because I want you guys to think about some of the reflections that came up in there. Everything that I told you, all the stories I've told you about my parents, myself, some of my clients, obviously I'm never going to do much detail. It is a process for them. And that is what I'm talking about, that it's a journey. It's a process. Sometimes when we speed up the process, we get things wrong. Some analogy that I'm going to use right now is cooking. So for example, try and think back to when you first started cooking and you learned how to 
scramble eggs. All right. Bear with me here, but this is this has a point to it. When you scramble eggs, you've got to put milk, you've got to put egg, you know, and you've got to make sure that the pan is a certain heat. There are stages, there are processes, right? To that to that process of cooking scrambled eggs. And I'm giving a very easy example because um, you know, I don't want to say, oh, you know, how do you cook dal? Because maybe not everybody cooks dal here. <laughs> Many of the listeners may be able to cook lentils. But I'm just giving the example of scrambled eggs because there's stages to it, right? There's a process. Just like there's a process of when you have to renew your passport or when you have to do very basic things like even learning to drive, right? There's a process of if you drive a manual car, putting it into gear, getting the biting point, all of those things. Your career journey is also a process, but it may not have ABC stages. It may have stages where initially you go to C first. So for example, if you're interested in a career change, you actually may be shadowing somebody or you actually may be in a position where you're looking at somebody doing a job and you suddenly become interested in it. And already you have a Saturday or a Sunday where you go and observe what they're doing and you become more interested in it. And then maybe you get a part-time job there, but you're already working as an accountant. So you're working backwards. Do you see what I mean? And as a result of you getting work experience within this um, particular line of work, let's just say, um, you know, fashion, you start to realize, actually, oh, I actually want to learn more about fashion and I want to um, build my own clothing brand and I want to do this and I want to do that. And I'm giving this as an example because I think sometimes people put too much pressure on the process of a career happiness journey. Your journey is going to be individual to you guys. It's not going to be as easy as one, two, three step, right? <laughs> it may take a little bit longer. There is going to be life things that happen to you, like having children, like thinking about maybe having to hold things back, like a parent becoming ill, like perhaps going through a messy divorce, all of these things are going to have a particular effect on you. And your emotions may be tied into your career commitments. One of the things I'm seeing a lot, because I've been getting a lot of um, DMs and questions on Twitter and on LinkedIn about career progression, career journey, promotion, pay rise. And I always love learning from you guys. And it's always helpful for me to learn what you're going through. Is I feel a lot of anxiousness. I feel a lot of uncertainty. And I feel a lot of people really, really stressed out about the whole career process. And I'm not saying, you know, do the whole um, kind of uh, secret thing and manifest and start, you know, visualising because... I have very mixed feelings about that book, but I won't get into it here. What I will say is you've got to you've got to take actions, right? You can't just like be visualizing and relying on things every five minutes. That doesn't work either. But there is a process to everything. But there's also a way of you looking outside of yourself and thinking that if you want to change your career, if you want to change your job, if you want to apply for a job, if you want to start a business, if you want to have a portfolio career, you are the person not only drives all these decisions, you're the person that allows how much pressure you want to put. So you know when I was talking about driving and getting the biting point, right? Think of this as the analogy. When you get the biting point, you apply the pressure until the balance is correct, right? Until you get the biting point, until you put it into first gear, right? 
and, you know, you started the engine and everything. This is where you're in the driving seat to allow yourself to decide how much pressure you want to put on finding a new job, on career change, on, you know, taking up a job opportunity, on making yourself more visible on LinkedIn. If you are getting very, very anxious about the whole journey and you're looking at other people on what they're doing and you're comparing your life to theirs and maybe you're in a position where it seems like they're 10 paces ahead of you, I want you to take a hard, deep look at yourself and remember that they're also going through things too. Just because they have the perfect house, just because it seems as though they have a wonderful car and they've got 2.4 children, and I'm just building up a picture here, and you know, you maybe haven't had kids yet, but you've been married for quite some time, you may start to feel like you failed. And this is also where imposter syndrome comes up as well. And I'll put a reference to that in the um show notes so you can go back and listen to that if you haven't already but this is where maybe imposter syndrome may come up this is where maybe also tall poppy syndrome may come up because if you're working in an environment where you're being overshadowed and people are trying to pull you down you're going to just feel really really um not just anxious but really overwhelmed by the whole process and this is why i wanted to do this episode but i also wanted to talk about this with you guys because i feel like i'm hearing from so many people that I want it now. And I think the problem, and I'm saying I want it now and I'm thinking of, and if anybody has seen Willy Wonka and the um, Chocolate Factory, um, the 1970s film, not the horrible 1990 film, you'll remember, you know, the character who wanted the golden eggs. I've forgotten her name right now. Um, and, you know, she's that song, I want it now. I have to have it now. It has to be now, right? This urgency of wanting everything now is not going to help you, right? And it's also very stressful when I'm saying it. I'm actually, as someone who suffers from mild anxiety, feeling a little bit anxious. (laughs) I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm feeling a little bit like, why is it that we've become a society where we want everything so fast? Because everything has a time and a place. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't embrace life. I'm totally with you. We should embrace life. We should take up opportunities. We should try and learn and try and do as many things as possible if we want to. But we should be doing it for the right reason. And that's why your values are really, really important. That's why your goals are really, really important. And everyone's goals, everyone's values, everyone's right of reason is going to be different. Right. And it's up to you to decide how you want to live your version of career happiness and how you want to go through the process of the journey. It's if somebody seemingly their life seems perfect for you, for them, then great, celebrate that for them. But also think about what you what you want. And I'm, I'm laughing again self-deprecatingly because it frustrates me that so many people compare their barometer of what life is to other people's barometer. And they don't see that sometimes maybe there are certain things that they haven't done because secretly they don't want to do it. Or secretly, what it is, is maybe they do want to do it, but they're a little bit scared. So they're putting it off. Or the other reason could be that the reason why you haven't done it is because you're getting so much pressure from everybody, you've not allowed yourself to reflect what you actually want. So just just think about that. So, yeah. Career happiness is a journey, guys, is is the big crops of it. And 
for those of you who might be listening to this who are a little bit you know you feel like maybe it's too late for you (laughs) um I just want you to remember that it's never too late to embrace your dreams in season one I spoke to Sonal Dave who um started her business in her 50s and she has a really thriving business as a toastmaster and I give her as an example because I feel that it's never too late I've seen it with my own mum I've seen it with other people that I've worked with I've worked with clients where they've had promotions after the age of 45 so anything is possible but I just feel like sometimes the reason why things don't happen straight away is it's because it's not the right time I've been reflecting on a couple of things that have happened to me most recently and one of the things I realized is maybe it's not because of timing. Maybe it's because my values didn't align with particular people. Or maybe it didn't happen because it just wasn't meant to be. And this is where you have to accept that sometimes life isn't going to work in the way that we want it to. And we can't let other people's negative thoughts get to us. I've been listening, and I mentioned in another episode to Michelle Obama's um, autobiography, Becoming, and she tells this story about how her um school um admissions well not admissions sorry her school careers advisor which is making me cringe a little bit said to her that you're not stanford material and yet if she'd listened to that lady and she hadn't applied she probably wouldn't have gone there because sorry not stanford sorry you're not princeton material um and if she'd listened to that lady she probably wouldn't have gone And this is the thing, we listen a lot. I know you guys are listening to me today, but we listen a lot to the negative of when someone says, oh, who's going to look after the kids when you go to work? Or, oh, how are you going to do that then? Oh, is actually having a personal developmental business a real business? You know, like all these kind of negative things that people say. You get to decide what your commentary is on life, where your career happiness is and what suits you. And remember, I've said to you time and time again on this podcast, and we've brought this up with guests, that if people are energetically draining you, you have the power and the right to decide who you get to hang with and who you get to not hang with. And that's something that you need to work on as a skill and as a muscle. Before we kind of wrap up today's episode, I wanted to actually, in line with Michelle Obama, I actually have a book of her um, quotes to live by um, ages ago. I bought it for myself because I remember hearing her speak at um, a school that I worked in a long time ago and and always kind of being really inspired by her. But this quote kind of really, really fits in quite well around success. It's, and I'm just read it to you guys. All throughout my life, there are people who have underestimated me. As I'm sure they underestimate you. I always use that as a challenge. The one way to get me to work my hardest was to doubt me. So this is the thing, and it links back to something I've mentioned in a previous episode that I, um, where, I where I spoke briefly about Sandy in terms of leadership, um, Sandy Lerner. One of the powerful things that she said in that interview with Guy Raz in um, How I Built This, the podcast, was that these people wanted me out because they had a problem with me they wanted me to doubt my abilities just like what Michelle Obama has said in that quote I feel that so many people want you to doubt yourself they want you to not they want you to not believe right in yourself and I'm sure you've had a lot of situations in your life 
especially if you've been in a toxic work environment or you've worked somewhere or you've been around people who are toxic or narcissists, that they've wanted you to doubt your abilities and who you are as a human being. So I just want you to think that wherever you want to go on your career happiness journey, you have the power and you have everything at your disposal already. You just need to go out there and make it happen. You may think, oh, you're making it sound so much more simpler than it is, Shoma. That's because it is simple. You know, fear is one of the huge factors that hold us back when we're going on our career happiness journey. But other people also hold us back. And the other thing that really, really holds us back, I would say personally, from a personal standpoint, is we do not necessarily tap into our inner thoughts because we feel that the inner thoughts that we have are making us seem you know, a little bit arrogant or a little bit like, "Mm, who's going to listen to me again? It's the imposter syndrome, but it's more than that. For me, when I look back on my business journey and what prevented me earlier from starting my business journey was comparison. Comparison was the thing that killed it for me. That's one of the huge factors. But the other huge factors that stopped me is because I felt like societally, I had to live life in a particular way. And if you really, really want to um, be career happy and be in a place where you have a journey that is right for you, you need to accept and you need to embrace the fact that you're not going to please anybody. Sorry, you're not going to please everybody because you're doing it for yourself, firstly. Secondly, the other thing I want to say around this is that I think for many, many people, they just don't understand (laughs) that career happiness is an individual journey for themselves and when we listen to other people we hold ourselves back we really really do so I really really hope that you've enjoyed this episode I will put reference to all of the um, links that I've already mentioned today but please if you haven't just take some time to reflect and to think about if you're going at too fast a pace for yourself and for others And think about who you're doing it for because you simplistically can take control of your life and do what you want to. You really, really can. And if you want support, you know where I am. I'm here to give you guidance. I'm here to give you careers advice. Then remember that you can book in a session with me. Um, I will have spaces available after mid-May and I want to help you as much as possible. So please do get in touch. And I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Thanks so much. I really appreciate all of you who listen to this podcast, share it, have subscribed already and left me a review. But I would really, really appreciate if you haven't left a review and you're a loyal listener, that you please take the time if you have an Apple Podcasts account to leave me a review. If you're not on Apple, as I know many of you aren't, please share it also if there was a topic or if there was something that you think could really make a difference to someone tell people about it the more visibility this podcast has the more difference it's going to make to people's lives and people's careers thanks so much